0: You're listening
1: to the Dad Gab Show, and here we go. Yeah, Dad Gab coming back at you for another episode. Thanks for listening to us. As always, you can find us at Dadgab.podme.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, amongst others. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm glad to hear the enthusiastic opening back. It makes me happy. Well, you gotta be enthusiasm. I have enthusiasm for life. Otherwise, what's the point of living? Yeah, I'm just saying. Last week we tried
0: something different. It kind of failed miserably. But part of that was I feel like you had a much more low key uh, introduction, and it just it set the tone all wrong. All wrong.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. We gotta we gotta put your best foot forward, right?
0: So, So. uh, as promised. I just want to throw this out there to everybody. New microphone is in front of me. Uh, Through all the test runs, it sounded much better. Hopefully it stays that way. Uh, Thank you again for continuing to stick with us.
1: Uh, Yeah, we apologize for audio last week. We worked on it for multiple hours, days to get that as clean as we could. (laughs) We, uh, We have some... We have, you know, a few technical things to work out with on location, recordings. We'll work it out. We'll get there. I'm not worried about it. Uh, yeah.
0: I would like to point out that that has nothing to do with the beer that was consumed and 100% the equipment that yeah, was consumed. Yeah,
1: you're coming through loud and clear on my end. So that's that sounds fantastic. Don't move, though. We, we don't. If you move, it, it goes out a little bit. So. <laughs> stay, Stay in the exact position you are.
0: Man, come on. I move, I talk, I get animated. It's well, what I do. we'll work it out. Even sitting here by myself.
1: Um <laughs> uh, we got uh Can we open can we open the beer? That's what I was getting to.
0: Okay, uh, go ahead. Go ahead, and introduce the beer. Okay, well, uh we did a little bit of pre show as we generally do, just to kind of figure out what we're doing. And my beer has just been staring me in the face again. It is Pseudo Sue by Toddling Goliath. Uh, out of Iowa. It's good stuff. Uh, I believe it is a first for you, Mr. Luck. So, yeah. you ready to
1: ceremoniously pop the top? I have not tried this. So, um, I think it's going to be interesting. It definitely is interesting packaging um, with the dinosaur and purple dinosaur on it. And, yeah, let's give it a shot. Ready? Okay. Ready. Once again, that's a beautiful summertime stuff. So. Yeah, I'm a fan. Ah, this this one is a touch hoppier than last week. Not, Not bad. Yeah, no. but you started
0: you started liking the other one by the end of the show. So I think <laughs> I think they'll get there on this one too.
1: What what is my uh, alcohol content on this one?
0: Um you know, research would have you know that I'm searching the can for an answer and <laughs> don't immediately have it handy.
1: Man. Oh right. Well, we'll find that
0: out for you. How about Right, that? at some point I'll pull the phone up and take a gander real quick.
1: Is this uh is this a regular beer you drink often?
0: Uh I think it is a, it is one that we kind of keep in the fridge periodically. Yeah, it's uh, when you're in the mood for something lighter. I feel like it's still got plenty of flavor, but uh yeah, I'm a I'm a fan.
1: Tropical Goliath. Um it is actually only 6.8. So I think last week was 6.6, so you're actually a little bit better this week, then. Wow, we're moving up in the world a little bit. How about that? It won't be long, and you'll be drinking my 16%ers with me. I have drinking a 16%er
0: with you. Yes, you have. <laughs> and you felt marvelous the next day.
1: I did not. Uh, uh, in fact, I was the only one in the group to feel marvelous. Yeah, it was a little strange, because both uh, me
0: and the other participant... Uh, looked close to death for most of the morning and you could have run a marathon like i feel like you were rare and ready to go
1: a little hair of the dog it was perfect <laughs> yeah that'll work um what are we talk about this week oh, man um
0: i don't know do you want to talk about exercise i feel like we're supposed to the fitness challenge i feel like
1: we're supposed to keep up on that no yeah let's let's oh wait you know what i got something good for this hold on hold on hold on hold on, hold on, hold on okay. no no this is this is just bad radio right here <laughs> so um i had a breaking news thing a breaking news loop uh and it did not upload onto this laptop i was using so
0: <laughs> i'm gonna how take your credit at some
1: point <laughs> Okay. Hey, if you want to go, no, I do
0: not listen. When we <laughs> said that we worked on it for many hours last week, you mean you worked on it for many hours, and I periodically bothered you. I said, "Hey, is uh, is it up yet?" And he said, no, no I'm still working on it. And I said, "Okay, uh, is it really bad?" And he said, "It's not good."
1: And- <laughs> well, I, all right. So the 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 software, the program we use because we obviously are not in the same room where we record this. We're in two different cities. So when we record this, we use a, an online program and it shifts our time when we talk. So I got to go back in and fix that every week. But along with that, we had the mics bleeding last week, which doubled quadrupled. I don't know how much more work it was.
0: Yeah. Um, the wife was entirely sure that there was a third person in there with us for about the first like 15 to 20 minutes of listening. She she kept thinking like, who is the mysterious third person like chiming in? And I had to explain that. I think it's just the echo or the bleeding of one of our mics into the other.
1: So sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, at least your wife's she- been listening. Oh, throwing mine under oh, the bus. Is right it Lady
0: now. luck. Not, uh, come on. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, cause I I picked up some beer. She's like, "Why are you picking up beer?" I said, "Well, we drink beer on the show." She's she's like, "What?" I'm like, "Oh, well, I can tell you <laughs> I haven't been listening." So,
0: <laughs> right? It's it's not even like we have that right. many episodes. Come on, it's one a week. Keep up.
1: Yes. Uh. Oh, by the way, uh, before we get into dad dad gab fitness updates, uh, please like our Facebook page, uh, tweet at us on Twitter, follow us on Twitter, um. We we got some responses this week on the question, which was great. And uh, we're looking for some more responses, maybe some more uh, suggestions on show ideas, things of that nature. As well as, uh, if you want to sponsor us, go go right ahead. We're our negotiating tactic is we say yes.
0: I like that uh, you keep throwing out the sponsor thing. That's great. Yes, please somebody
1: sponsor us. Y- you know what? I'm if if one of our listeners. Would like a sponsorship as well. Just buy a six pack of beer, and we'll, we'll say you sponsored that segment of the yeah, show. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, yeah, make sure we can just get the same beer to both of us,
1: so that we can drink it at the same time. That way, we're drinking the same thing. It's all good. Let's go. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dad got fitness update. Pretty excited. Stepped on the scale this morning. Was yeah. fearful of uh, what was going to take place. What would it, what was it going to show? Down four pounds for the Wow. Week, Congratulations. So yeah. Awesome. Awesome time. Now, it may have something to do with doing yard work on Friday and Saturday morning and the blazing heat of the day. But you know, I don't care. It right. all goes Absolutely.
0: Together. Yes. I uh I who I generally run outside. I've got kind of my neighborhood loop I'd like to make I woke up Saturday morning and I was prepared to do it and I let the dog out and I felt that heat blazing hellfire in my face. And I went, no, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. But, but uh, I called one of the local gyms. Um, I don't belong to a gym, uh, but I called one and I said, Hey, do you guys have like a, like a guest fee? If I just wanted to come in and do some cardio and they did. And it was only five bucks. And I was like, Sold, so I did, I went there, I ran about two and a half miles on the treadmill. I know it's not quite the same thing, but I'll take it just to try and, uh, try and keep the pace. So another small victory for me as well.
1: You, you ran two and a half miles. I did. Do you know the last time I ran two and a half miles? Mm, No. Me neither. That's, (laughs) that's, That's how long ago that was. That might've been high school track. Yeah. Um, look at this point,
0: I think we talked to, we touched a little bit on the, the DDP yoga last week. Um, I want to know how you're doing so far. Um, look, I think that's the best way for me as far as it builds muscle, you know, balance and strengthens core and all that shenanigans. The problem is, I, it's kind of hard to find time to do it. Whereas if I'm just trying to lose some gut, which is my main concern, running and running hard for a while seems to do the trick the best. So, I'm still trying to work the yoga back in the DDP yoga. He gets real mad. If you just call it yoga, Uh, he does. (laughs) Have you talked to him about this online about it, about him giving people diamond cutters (laughs) when they just call it yoga. Um, So, uh, you know, right now, again, trying to get rid of what we'll call the tummy fluff a little bit. So the running is the main
1: main component for that. All right. All right. Well, I have, 39 pounds to go. So All right. Hey. That's where we're going. Good for you. Well, we'll see. I am starting. Um, well, the wife and I are starting because otherwise we might, I might kill somebody if I didn't have anybody with me. I'm doing the uh, intermittent uh, fasting oh, starting tomorrow. Really? Which, yeah, which I've done before. I did it in um, April and May a few months ago. Uh, a lot of guys at school were doing it. And they're losing a ton of weight doing it, and I was like, "Well, this seems to be working, so I'll go ahead and give it a shot." And it works. Well, yeah, because you're not eating. Do you want to explain to people
0: how that? What's the what's the procedure? How do we do this?
1: So I've not had a doctor recommended this to me, but he did recommend it to one of the other guys, and so we're kind of just you know, this is this is what I've been told how it works. So you have an eight hour window in the day to eat, whatever eight hour window you want, and then. For the next sixteen hours, you can have nothing caloric. You can have water, black coffee, nothing that has calories, though. Like, and you're not supposed to also have like any artificial sweetener. stone, no diet sodas or anything like that. Um, and yeah, so you get eight, eight hours to eat basically. Uh, so what well I was going to say, what what's, the, I was what's doing, your eight hour window? How do you? How do you? So what worked for me during the school year is because my lunchtime started at 12, 10. So my, my eight hours was basically 12, 10 to eight, 10 at night. So, and then after, after that, you're done eating. No breakfast which,
0: though. That's a, yeah. that's a little rough. Like, I feel like I, I can, I can eat from 12
1: to eight. Like that's no big deal.
0: Uh, man, I feel like that's tough. That's tough. Go ahead.
1: And st- and see, I'm the opposite. Um, I, I can go, no breakfast. Fine. I got to eat lunch. I can't go like, I can't wake up and go like another eight hours without eating because otherwise I'll kill somebody. <laughs> but, uh, I got to I can go without breakfast uh, for me, it's the, it's the late night eating. That's, that's harder. Cause I'm up doing stuff. I'm kind of up late person. And so I'm usually grabbing a snack or something while I'm up. And so that, that, curtailing that's probably a good thing right, for
0: me uh, curiously how many days in a row do you do this Is this a weekly thing is it you know uh, what's what's the time frame here
1: you do it you just keep doing it <laughs> um what i was what i was doing earlier when i was doing it a few months ago there was one cheat day so let's say saturday was your cheat day so you would do your fasting on friday and then, so my fasting would end at noon on Saturday. So then, from Saturday at noon till like Sunday at eight ten or whatever time that is, I it was kind of like my my cheat day, hmm. if that makes sense. It so does. I could eat I could eat late on Saturday. I could wake up and have breakfast on Sunday, but then at at eight ten on Sunday night, then it starts all over again.
0: Okay, uh, I must say, uh, that's awesome. No, thank you. Uh... <laughs> If any of our listeners are interested in joining, uh, good for you. You can join this quest with luck and Lady Luck. I will not be one of them. Well, you should. You should just give it a shot. See so if you can mm, like it. A- no, no, thank you. I, uh, I like. I like. Look, I, I don't. It's not like I need a ton of breakfast, but by, by about like thirty, I'm hungry in the morning. If I don't eat some form of food by then, I, I don't. I don't know that anybody will want to be around me at work. So for the job security, I'm going to keep eating breakfast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what 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 kind of do you, what do you eat quickly? Just oh, what do you eat? Yeah, for it's
0: it's actually, it's Everybody, And it's. A, wait, all right. But but your mic's Here? cutting down. Yeah. Sorry. All right. So yes, yeah, yeah. same thing. Banana and it's a fiber one fiber bar. That's it. But it, it sets my day down the right path. I'm old. I need fiber, apparently. Um, That, and obviously I drink coffee. But that's it. That's it. That generally gets me through. Uh, I have a mid-morning snack. I get those uh, protein pack things. I know. Look, it's a gimmick. It's stupid. But, you know, it comes with like meat, cheese, and like nuts or whatever. Uh, But it's pre-portioned, so I don't eat the entire, like I don't, if I just put a handful of everything in front of me, I would eat everything in sight. So I have this one thing. And that that's usually like mid morning. It's just gonna kind of get me through to lunch. But like if I didn't have those two things, I would I would be in trouble.
1: Okay, okay, fair enough. So that's where we're at, update wise. You've been running. I'm down four pounds. Um not too bad. All right. Gotta get some new loops.
0: Yeah, but I like that one. It
1: makes me happy. I'm gonna work on some more this week. I'm gonna keep that EP credit. Yeah, uh, we threw out a question to our audience last week. We did. Can you? Oh, no, well, like sure. I, I suppose I should guess. do
0: that. Okay. So, what are and I specifically years? What are your three favorite sports teams? And again, we're not looking for just franchises. We're looking for that specific kind of like magical year that that meant something
1: special to you. Do you want to talk about ours first, or talk about our audiences first?
0: Uh, you know, whatever you want to do, I'm throwing it back at you. You choose.
1: Well, let's go audience first, and then we'll save ours to the end, Deal. because that's how we roll. Uh, what was your favorite response? We got? uh,
0: well, Albert gave a good one, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you tear him apart. I'm not a football guy. But uh, I believe he had the Chargers, the Chargers and the Chargers of the next three years. I believe that's what it is.
1: Yeah. Are we serious? Are you are you you're you're calling a three-peat in football, which hasn't happened since the 1960s with the Green Bay Packers. Um, That's that's my first reaction to it. And secondly, (laughs) the Chargers. Really? You're. You're gonna go with the t- the twenty year veteran, Phillip Rivers. I realize it's not twenty, it's only fifteen, but he can barely walk at times, and you're still going with the Chargers. I I'm at a loss for words on some of
0: this. Yeah. Uh I think one of Richie's favorite teams is next year's Kansas City Chiefs, right? Or or I guess technically this year's.
1: Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. We went to, you and I both attended a, a game at Arrowhead last year, which was phenomenal. And we would like to set that up and do it again sometime. But we all know it's the Chiefs. They're going to blow it <laughs> Actually, in a big we don't game. We know that because I don't pay any attention to football, but I'll take your word for it. Well, if we have Richie on the show and hopefully we'll have him on sometime during football season, we'll get him going on that. And they, we can discuss their lack of playoff success when they actually make the playoffs. Dude, he's so mad at you right now as he's listening to this. Like,
0: he's just, I could just see him being angry right there. <laughs> uh, that's
1: that was kind of the point. <laughs> Good.
0: Um, also, yeah, speaking of which, again, not a football guy. Don't care even a little bit. But we did uh, tailgate, and that was one of the cooler sports moments in my life going to the Chiefs game. Uh, thanks for having us. Man, that was fantastic.
1: Awesome experience. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, maybe we could do a dad gap tailgate. <laughs> yeah, Just that saying. that won't spiral at all. Not even a little. That'd be phenomenal. Man. Yeah, phenomenal. Richie, get on that dad gap tailgate. Let's uh, go. Informal, but I'm going to say that this is probably
0: true. Do you know which team was, uh, from all the responses that we got, was probably the number one chosen team?
1: I'm going to guess the 0-4-0-5 aligner. No, no, no. The 2016 cup. That is correct, sir. Boom! it's it's really it's really bad you guys have that bad of taste in teams. <laughs> i don't i don't know <laughs> what to tell you listen it was it was a monumental it was a
0: special season uh we will always have it even if even if they are bad or never win another one for another hundred years 100 plus years uh we
1: still have we still have 2016 and we always will i've got a rant <laughs> on this this little this little cubs window that we have it's not completely formulated yet but one week i've got a rant on this and it may be a 20 minute rant it it i'm gonna I, i've been stewing okay for a few Except months you've on, been it.
0: Stewing on it maybe for a so, few years um, now because we're, we're coming up we're coming up on three years no
1: no 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 no. well it, like i said it, it's not just that team it's the whole window of the of the time frame so well you know it's, it's still being okay, formulated, in, and we'll get to it. I guarantee it. Uh, well, uh, French comes up with the 94 Rangers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, was it the 90, 97 Cubs, did he say? Like a Sammy here? Was that what it was? Yeah. Along, he wanted to say the 89 Indians, but then he didn't want to throw out the fictional thing. <laughs> that is a great team. Uh, right through the Mighty Ducks. Uh, what... Who have you seen a better center fielder than Willie Mays? I mean, I've not. I'm, I mean, he's right up there with Griffey and uh, Andrew Jones. And his prime, he he nailed a lot of base running gloves to the wall. That's all I'm going to say. He did. Um, also angry Vespa. He's trying to. He's trying to poke. Trying to poke the
0: bear. This is still a wound. And I wasn't even. This wasn't even my game. The uh, infield fly that Cardinals team that wound up the against. The 2012 Yeah, team. yeah he the looked at that. And yeah.
1: specifically, hmm.
0: that uh, infield fly rule call or no call um, or incorrect call was, uh, was, a, was a bit of a moment that we had in public that is definitely not suitable for a PG show. Yeah. <laughs> Who said we're PG? Uh, it's not <laughs> probably not suitable for a PG 13 show. Um, but I do recall at one point he grabbed me by the shirt and said, Hey, I will fight if you get us into one, but you better not. And uh, he was very not happy with Moon uh, <laughs> for maybe things I said or, you know, you know, like open wound. And again, neither one of the, like, I'm not even a Braves guy, but it was. It was malarkey of the highest order.
1: It worked out okay, I think. Mm. Yeah,
0: for you. <laughs> also, Dusty, Dusty, Bond, my man. You picked three Bulls teams in addition to two other teams. I know we got a correction, and I know you said they're basically all the same teams, but you got to pick the one specific Bulls team from the uh, second three. He
1: did. He picked the the seventy two and
0: ten team, didn't he? He did. Uh, you know them from winning 70 the next year?
1: No, I have no idea. Well, I'll tell you.
0: It was a New York Knicks with a uh, last game of the season. Patrick Ewing with a sideline bank shot that stopped them from winning 70. Take that.
1: Boom! Okay. I want to go back to the infield fly game (laughs) because I just... No. No,
0: Because
1: I just looked it up. Okay? All right. So the Cardinals were up six to three. If the if the ball drops, the ba- the Braves would have had the bases loaded with okay. one out. It okay. I'm not saying that it didn't have an effect on the game, but it didn't cost them the game either.
0: What's it? All right, That's my
1: point. Listen, we can go down that rabbit hole if you want, but I think, but it exactly. it, 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 exactly. it changed the
0: whole momentum of the but, game on a bad call. Can we can we do that? Can we call that?
1: It you can say that, but they were already down six to three. Any,
0: like you're gonna say that momentum doesn't change, that the game is any difference, but come on.
1: Well what I'm saying is it wasn't as if the Bra- if the game was tied or if the Braves were, you know, down by one. It was a three run lead. So it wasn't exactly it just barely qualifies as a save right there. Was okay. what I'm saying. I, I watched the game. I know. I know the reactions. Okay. I didn't really remember that. It was a three-round lead, though. So that has to change some sort of nope. perception on <laughs> it. I refuse. Of course not. Because you're on the dark side. It's fine. <laughs> all right. What? right. <laughs> all right. Let's get to ours. Let's get to ours. That's a good idea. You want to do uh one at a time, or do you want to do three good one? Yeah, I
0: feel like that's the right way. I feel like that's the right way to go. All right, let me lead because I feel like it's an easy one. Let me get it out of the way. Obviously, it's the 2016 Cubs. Um, yeah, I know you can mock and no, whatever. Obviously, it's
1: the, a big... the 2016. That was one of the better baseball teams I have seen in my lifetime in terms of pure baseball talent, and everything everything came together for them that year. It was, it was, yeah, like, was a loud type thing.
0: Yep. I was going to say it was a bit of a magical season. And I know that's kind of a cliche-ish thing to, to say, but there were a lot of come from behind wins and a lot of things that like, you know, if they bounce the wrong way, you just remind them, hey, they it a good team, but everything bounced correctly for them. Yes. Like, figuratively and literally everything kind of went the right direction for them. Um, you know, I, it was just such a, such a cool moment. I was hung over the next day at work. Sorry, um, but I did show up. And
1: uh, yeah. I mean, As you should have been. Yeah. You should have. I mean, to be honest, you should
0: have. I, I, uh, <laughs> a short story on that. I had determined that I wasn't going to really start having any beer until the game was over. I don't know why. That was just kind of in my head. And then when they blew the lead, I went to my fridge and I found the highest alcohol by volume beer I could find and I popped it open and I was like this is of course this is how the Cubs lose it because it's the Cubs it's game seven we blew the lead this this, of course and so like then like I'm it's I'm going the wrong direction here like this is a bad night and I can feel it going and then of course they win I'm like well now I also have to keep drinking because I'm gonna I'm gonna stay up and watch all the post game stuff um but yeah what a great
1: my question on you here's my question on this you're not a crowd guy but did you even think about going to watch that game at a bar uh
0: not necessarily to go watch the game but every bit of me wanted to go to the parade and I'll tell you if the kid would have been a year or two older because at that point she was not even one um I'd have been. Like and it's it's one of those like we talked about Guns and Roses the other day. You know, oh man, we should have gone to the Chicago one, we went to the St. Louis one. If the Cubs win another one, um, then I'm I'm in. I'm making you come with me.
1: We'll just podcast from the streets and just just <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's the only way you're getting me to go to a Cubs parade. I can't damn to you that nah, one. Fair. fair. <laughs> Listen, it's unlikely anyway, but
0: if for some reason it happens, look, she's holding off, everything's in good shape right now. I would go and like just get belligerent and podcast for like days on end, and I think that's probably the way it should be.
1: I am I'm down for that party. All right.
0: right, enough of the Cubs. What do you got?
1: my first team now these are in no particular order same either. same here um they're they're not ranked 3 2 1 or anything um the first team i'm going to go with which was mentioned by the audience was the the 0405 Illini. now i don't really watch a whole lot of college basketball anymore uh maybe since i've been out of college but that was the team that I, as a fan would watch and the first time I, I ever felt as a fan that this team's not going to lose. They would go into games and you would know they're going to win. It didn't matter really who they played. Now, obviously they lost in the, in the last game of the season in the championship game. But that I remember that was the first time I ever felt as a fan watching a team. Like we have the best team out there. There's no contest. That's not even close. Yeah. Was... And, and go, go ahead. And going through that, Going through that season, it, it was just a remarkable feel.
0: Right. I, look, I'm not a college basketball guy. I'm, I'm I'm a pro guy. But it was impossible not to notice what was going on living where we live. Like, that was a devastating loss, right? Like, it, I know it, it, looking back, it doesn't really take the shine off of it. But in the moment, like, that was a big deal. Because like you said, it, it seemed like they were just
1: bound to win every game. They, they just crushed teams they i mean it wasn't and and they've not really been even close to that since or they had one other team that was you know fairly close to that before but that was it was just a it was so, it was sort of like your cup season it was kind of a lighting in a bottle that everything went their way except for the refs in the championship game oh
0: oh we're blaming it on, look i didn't i don't remember the game so but we're blaming it on the refs is that what we're
1: doing apparently you're allowed to elbow in drive your shoulder through people and get foul calls that's 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 apparently allowed in basketball i was not aware of this if if that was allowed in basketball i would have been a hell of a better basketball player
0: all right fair
1: any other comments you want to make on that team no no, great team all right moving on
0: okay uh my next one again also mine are not in any particular order um i I know it's going to get some groans out of you it's the
1: 1998 new york yankees Ah, you, I mean, yeah. I know. All right. First, first of all, it's the, it's the two team. All right. We'll we'll, we'll move, we'll move past that. We've, We've discussed this. I get
0: a little bit of a pass. My dad's from Brooklyn, blah, blah, blah. Um, What I liked best about this team was I felt like it was like one of the first years that the, the younger Yankees were actually allowed to, to, to blossom. So, Steinbrenner generally traded away every young player they had, right? But
1: uh, some, by the way, hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you know the backstory on that? Uh, didn't he? Didn't something happen that he was not allowed to be involved or whatever? So, if I'm remembering correctly, he want they had signed Dave Winfield in the '80s, and he had hired a private investigator to get dirt on Dave Winfield. To void his contract, and uh, it came out, it came to light, and MLB got word of it, and so he was banned from running the team, from life uh, for like a couple wow. years, and then during that period of time is when they drafted and started developing that core right. nucleus.
0: So, and I think this is the year that you see the shine, the real shine of Jorge Posada, Jeter bernie williams um you know andy pettit also it was like daryl strawberry's last good year and i have a weird soft spot for uh, the straw man like he had 24 home runs that year i feel like it was like he finally got clean and came back to baseball after being out for forever um tino martinez always a big fan also uh i'm a huge paul o'neill guy and i'll tell you why uh, as we've discussed, baseball is a game, if you fail 7 out of 10 times, you're still great. Like, you're really, really good. And, like, I feel like baseball players have to have a different mentality. And somehow, Paul does not have that mentality. Like, anytime he ever made it out, he was furious. Like, he just believed that he should be hitting 1,000 at all times, end of story. And, like, I love that, because that would have been me as a baseball player. I never would have made it, because I can't handle going three for 10 and that being a good thing like i just can't do it and he apparently couldn't either and so like he was just always so angry just (laughs) all the time just feeling angry anytime he got it out and like that resonated with me so i'm a big paul o'neill guy
1: well that i mean once again that was a dominant team that year i remember i remember they would go on stretches of winning 10 11 12 games at a time and they just they and they ran into the padres and the World Series, who miraculously came out of the NL and got their new stadium from that team and everything, but yeah, I mean that was that was they were the best team in baseball that year and by far. And yeah, they didn't they put it on. To they the didn't ball. run into the Padres. They ran over the Padres. Uh, well, okay,
0: okay. and uh, take that, uh, Trevor, Trevor, whatever his name is, whatever the Padres closer. People try to claim, yeah, or yeah whatever. Beat it. Uh, people, he's about the same closer as Mariano Rivera. No, he is not.
1: No, he is not. Apparently, we hit a soft spot there. So moving on. Go ahead. (laughs) Uh, My next team is the the 05-06 Chicago Bears, the Super Bowl team they had. Uh, For one, I'm a football nut, and that's my team, and they made the Super Bowl. So that was good to see. Uh, Secondly, that team decimated people that year with their defense. They had a fantastic running game, no passing game, whatever to speak of. So they ran over and through teams. And then to start the Super Bowl, Devin Hester runs back the opening kick, which had never been done before in the Super Bowl. And it was just amazing. And then the rain happened and Peyton Manning. Uh, also, it's kind of off that, i shoot that. Was Devin Hester the first guy to ever get a 99 in a Madden football game? Uh, I believe it was... Mm, 99 speed he was the first one to get 99 speed oh
0: okay all right right so but i thought like based off of like that performance i think he got super high ratings after that like like good for him
1: if you watch that guy he is just phenomenal apparently his son is i just saw a clip on his son the other day and he's fairly good too so um so i got the that uh chicago Bears super bowl team uh maybe we'll talk about another Bears super bowl uh come february perhaps (laughs) i have no horse in
0: this race but it'll be fun to hear you talk smack let's go Uh, little little bears chiefs perhaps
1: see where that goes
0: all right good excellent i'll have no idea
1: what you guys are talking about notice i didn't say chargers (laughs) yeah uh
0: my final team is that everybody? We, we switch switching, or do you have something more that you want to go through? There?
1: Yeah, your final thing. Okay. Um. So
0: the kind of short backstory here, growing as we did in Central Illinois, like it was impossible not to be a Bulls fan, right? Like so, everybody, like you were a Bulls fan. Jordan was the thing. Blah blah blah. Like I feel like I have uh, my mother to blame for that because she was a basketball fan early on. Uh, my dad not so much. I actually got him into basketball. But I feel like, and then once once Jordan left, like I kind of had to start to like seek out my own team, right? For the first time, I, I had to find like my team sure, sure. because I, it just you know you you kind of go your own way. And uh, look, I was a big Tim Hardaway fan, so like the Warriors, I considered them. Um, but the team that somehow s- stuck to my heart was the New York Knicks, um, and the specific team that I loved the most was the. 98 99 New York Knicks.
1: Um, they are correct me, correct me if wrong. That was the strike shortened season, correct? That is
0: correct. Yep. So, uh, first of all, during the middle of the se- season, they traded Charles Oakley, which just hurt my soul because I loved Oak, um, for Marcus Camby, and I think Chris Childs maybe. And they went and they wound up just kind of sneaking into the playoffs as an eight seed. Um, against the Miami Heat, who, by the way, had Tim Hardaway at that point. Um, Alan Houston, with a little runner, wins. um, You know, he goes in the second round. I think in the Eastern Conference Finals is the four-point Larry Johnson play that just kind of, like, blew the roof off the garden. Um, And then Ewing tears his Achilles. They go in, and they kind of get slaughtered against David Robinson and Tim Duncan. Um, But in the finals, but basically just because they had no big men to, you know, to, to go up against them. But for whatever reason, like that team kind of like, uh, kind of spoke to me and had crazy with Charles Spudrow on there. Uh, and that's after he choked his coach. Um, but <laughs> but like, I got love that. had Charlie Ward. Um, that might've been the year he got suplexed by PJ Brown or Miami. Heat. like, Uh, Just that team always sticks in my brain. So uh, that's probably number three.
1: Okay. And my third team is the 2011 St. Louis Cardinals. So we're talking um, for multiple reasons. So 2011, I moved. I got a job I had been wanting to get for a while. Um, everything was kind of coming together for me personally. And the Cardinals were God awful for most of the season until September hit. And then we're kind of watching kind of, they're creeping up, creeping up. And, uh, we had, I'd gotten married that year. We had gotten tickets and they're playing the Braves. And if you don't know the backstory, my wife's, uh, grew up a Braves fan. And so they're playing the Braves on a Friday and I remember that it was the bottom of the eighth, and I, the Cardinals were down. I can't tell you what they were down by. But Pujols is up, and he's fouling off, fouling off, fouling off, fouling off pitches. And I it was I want to say it was like a 12-pitch bet. And we are in the car listening to it, driving down to St. Louis because we got tickets to the next two games. And he gets a hit. They go ahead. And I turned to her, and I jokingly said, well, if they make the playoffs, you can – Trace it back to that at bat. And then they ended up, you know, on the last day they made the playoffs. They went through the Phillies, who everybody had pegged as the best team in baseball go that year, going a game uh one of the best pitching duels, maybe the best pitching duel I've ever watched. And the game five between um um it was Chris Carpenter and Roy Halliday, and it was a one-nothing game and the Cardinals won. Then they went to they played the Brewers in the second round and they beat them in six. Then they went They played the Rangers in the series, and it kind of went back and forth. Pools had a a three-run home run game. And then obviously game six happened where they're down, and I gave up on it. Is that the final
0: final strike situation? Is that the one where the
1: Okay. That's that's what I remembered too. That's the that's the final where they were down to their final strike twice. Once with David (laughs) Freeze. And the Rangers right fielder admitted that he had taken two steps in to get to go on the infield for the celebration, and then the ball gets hit over his head and hits the wall, and then most people forget about the next inning; they go down two runs again, and Lance Berkman ties it up, and then we go to the eleventh or twelfth, and that's Freeze's home run into his yard. He has now at Bush Stadium we call it Freeze's lot, and then. That was good. That's how they won game six. And then obviously game seven, they win. and then I went to the parade, which was awesome. And I got tickets to the celebration in the stadium, which was awesome. And it was just phenomenal. It was it, everything came together kind of like you, the, everything down the stretch. Boom, it hit. It was awesome. One of the one of the best feelings ever going through that and and witnessing that as a fan not that I did anything on the field but it, it affected me in my life more than it probably should have I
0: get it uh I mean I get it obviously there's a lot of really odd emotions at the 2016 cubs for me so I get it I like you get weirdly attached um for me uh, 2016 made me think of my grandma who was 96 when she passed and you know like hadn't seen what I just saw kind of thing you know like there's just all these weird thoughts that you have with these teams you're connected to that, uh, yeah, I get it.
1: I get it. Yeah. It's, it's I, but by, by the way, if the Cardinals win, we'll, we'll go to that parade too. Eh, so how about
0: that? Steve's <laughs> hot dogs and That's three episodes in a row, Steve. Give me some hot dogs.
1: We're going to, we're, we know what we're going to tweet at him. You've been I mentioned have, in three I of have. our shows. <laughs> <laughs> um, so those, so to wrap it up, your three teams were uh, 2016
0: Cubs, uh, 98, Yankees and ninety
1: eight ninety nine Knicks. And mine were the oh four oh five Illini, the twenty the oh six Bears Super Bowl team, and the two thousand eleven World Champion St. Louis Cardinals Did you like that? Yeah, but she just (laughs) used the
0: same loop. That made me matter. Like, why don't we just use the drum loop? Come on, where's the metal? Where's the
1: metal? You know what?
0: Yeah! Yes, thank you. Much better. (laughs) Oh, my God. Can we... That's supposed
1: to stop. Why are we... This is, this is, this is bad audio engineering. (laughs) Oh my God, it's (laughs) playing (laughs) again.
0: Good Lord. (laughs) Okay, I got it. This seems like a good time to ask. How are you doing on your beer over there? Because I feel like that might have something to do with what just happened. Uh,
1: I'm doing fine. I got plenty of beer left. Uh, well, I got eh, maybe a fourth. Is, of it it, left, uh, is
0: it getting better to you? Do you like it more as you go?
1: It's still hoppy. You know, I'm not uh, the biggest fan of the hoppiness, but it's fine. The alcohol content's hit me a little bit. I can, I can feel it. But, good for you. Uh, I, I'm going to blame that one on my laptop because that button just kept staying. Mm-hmm. Like, what is going on? So anyways, um, we discussed the segment. Uh, just preface, we're going over again this week. <laughs> just to, just to let all the audience know. We're, and you know what, it's gonna be up on Monday morning. So if you're listening to this Hello. on the morning. This e- the EP just
0: said it's gonna be up Monday morning. You heard it.
1: Uh, you heard it. So if you're listening to this on the Monday morning, hopefully we're making your morning better and you're laughing at us because we're terrible at this job. So Yeah, it's going long because we played the metal clip 47 times in a row. <laughs> well, you know, that yeah, that 10 second clip got us going. The the segment we were, we kind of discussed that you were, I I don't get too many excited texts from you on responses, but you were excited about this one, about the, the bond, the movie bond. Yeah. Set. Yeah.
0: So uh, I think we have been wanting to find some form of like a movie segment to go over. Um, I think we actually have an idea to movie pitch, but. Everything that we've been kind of coming up with was, I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but you sent this to me about how about movies specifically that we have bonded over. And I feel like, you know, everybody has their movie that they can quote back and forth or whatever. But when you find somebody that those kind of things that you click with um, and they have those same kind of feelings, it's always cool. Um, and so when we pitched that, I was like, yeah, there it is. Boom.
1: Yeah. So I sent you a few that I thought off the top of my head and you said, stop, don't bring up any more. I've got my own ideas to bring up too. So, uh, I'm curious as to, as to what you were thinking or what you came yeah, up you with.
0: Like lead? I wasn't going to lead. I guess I'm leading. Um,
1: you're leading. Man, okay you're leading all right
0: fine so here's what i'm gonna lead with this wasn't the one i was gonna go with but i'm gonna do it first it's not technically a movie although it was released um it is the robin williams live on broadway stand-up
1: <laughs> oh that's that's still uh one of my favorite stand-ups of all time right um and it's foul and filthy
0: in a lot of places and right up the alley of people of our age at that time like just thought it was hilarious um like i, I
1: could correct me if i'm wrong we introduced multiple people to that stand-up who who then carried on to up. and, yeah, showed other and people.
0: uh I think probably my favorite moment of it is at one point, I don't know, I feel like I came over to your house we were going to go somewhere and, like, it was on TV. And I'm like, ah, cool, sweet. But I feel like it was your parents watching it. And they're like, ah, oh, Mike, come on in, sit down. And I did, right as about that ending sequence is going down. Uh, when he said, yeah. Says, do we look yes, like this and good. if you've <laughs> seen me stand up you know exactly what we mean and i have ever laughed in a more uncomfortable way in my entire life i'm sitting right next to your mom uh laughing hysterically at a thing that i they probably thought i shouldn't know anything about so we, just, we, we,
1: we were in college at the time yeah which, that's true good point
0: it's just weird. why am i sitting a parent for this why am i sitting next to a parent me anywhere else. anywhere
1: <laughs> Fine. You're uh Sorry. hey buddy, just so you yeah. know your mic's cut down a little bit on that. I d I don't know. All right. So we we can talk about the ones I brought up. Um and I think you kinda hit the the nail on the head there was sometimes it's it's that time in life when you see the movie or it just yes. connects with you. So yes. kind of the ones I have that I brought up with you. One of them was uh Euro Trip. So it it came out at that point in life where You're you're trying to find your way, so to speak, and it it connected with us on uh random levels and you know on numerous levels, I mean. And then um we also shared it with uh our OG and in the in the magical weekend in Chicago and then we you know it was just that movie was it's stupid it's it's kind of a it's kind of a bro comedy but it's fun i'll still watch it i'll still quote it uh nobody gets my yeah. quotes though well i do but uh yeah absolutely
0: one of my all time favorites it's way better than it has any right to be i feel like i watched it as like a this is going to be stupid but whatever and then really enjoyed it uh another kind of side, ed, side note on that is there's obviously the main song is Scotty doesn't know if you don't know that you should go watch that clip right now maybe we'll put it up on youtube or on uh, the dead gabs yeah th-
1: that that's going on social media today no. yeah um
0: so there was a place in st louis called the big bang which was a piano bar yeah
1: <laughs> yes yeah. <laughs> I know. Where you're and
0: th- like you could kind of like tip them and write a song on, like, a napkin, like a cocktail napkin, and then they would eventually, like, play the song that you wanted. And, like, Scott doesn't know. I don't know how they know it. I don't know why they know it. And I feel like upwards of twenty dollars or more was spent for them to sing Scott doesn't know for about 10 of us, while the whole rest of the bar looked around like, what
1: is this nonsense? Yes. Yes. Well, I played it at my wedding, too. I forgot that, but that's excellent. And in fact, that's my uh, that's my go to now when I go to a wedding reception. Is I will go to the DJ and I will say, "Can you play Scotty doesn't know?" And I will get a look, and I'm like, "No, look it up. It's a real song." And they may perhaps get a dollar or two from me. Nice. And then that's they they play Scotty doesn't mm-hmm. know. That's my that's my go to jam. Yeah, such uh, such uh, fun memories there. <laughs> Another another uh, one that I sent you was Harold and Kumar.
0: Yeah, I feel like where we live there isn't a White Castle, which is really sad. Oh, it! I lament that.
1: Yeah, but so I much. Like because of that movie,
0: like we specifically would seek out the White Castle anytime we were anywhere near one. Like I feel like it. Just, I still do. Like, <laughs> I,
1: I, when yeah. I'm driving to St. Louis, it's like White Castle. Hello.
0: Right, like I can't see either of those two guys in real life ever going to a White Castle, but if they do, they should never
1: ever have to pay. <laughs> yeah, that that they got way more credit than what they deserved in that one. Right, like
0: White Castle is. I mean, it's meant to blow up your system. It's just that's how it, that's like that's how it's designed. That's fine. Like, I mean, if I've been drinking, it's the it's the perfect food. I will eat all of it.
1: I want to create a crave case right
0: now. Come on,
1: um, Gab Road Trip. Yeah, hello. Yeah, let's go. Podcast in the car. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, we can do that. We'll get some. We'll get some streaming internet, and it's all good. I uh, I don't remember what else you texted. Did that, you got any more? That, uh, I tested Forrest Gump, but I think that's just because we can quote the entire movie. Right. I mean, everybody loves Forrest Gump, and if you don't.
0: I have a problem with you as a human being. Mark mark it down. Um, Other ones i thought of, and this one isn't necessarily a fun movie, but I just remember getting caught up in the hype of it because of how hyped you were for it uh, before I ever saw it, and that's uh, The Dark Knight.
1: The Dark Knight was phenomenal. It's still in probably my top five of my favorite movies of all time.
0: Sure, but I feel like when like Batman Begins came out, I was like, yeah, this is good. I like it. It's fine. And then when they were going to come out with the sequel, they had a whole bunch of really cool marketing things that they were doing that I was not paying attention to that you were.
1: Yes, yeah, so, so I'm kind of a little bit of a Batman nut, and I get on these fan sites and stuff, and so I kind of, I was following that whole movie being filmed, too. So where they were filming, what they needed extras certain days, because it was filmed in Chicago for the majority of it. And so I was aware of all the marketing and the uh, promo and all the, because it was all, it was like the very first time they were doing viral things before, before movie promo. And so they would have people from different sides of the planet work together to solve mysteries and puzzles. And so they could unlock a picture of the movie and specifically the first one of the Joker and, everything it was that was kind of a lightning in a bottle type movie too where everything kind of came together and the movie itself was fantastic yeah,
0: absolutely but i like I, I don't think that ever would have been on my radar the way it was if it wasn't for you so kudos to you on that and i got one more if you Get
1: got it. anything else okay uh i got oh right, go, go ahead. i'll go one 10 cup oh yeah Yes. it's <laughs> it's it, it's it speaks to almost the core of our essence in terms of um, this kind of bumbling type guy <laughs> that that's kind of, it's kind of, you know, bumbling through life. And but he's got a skill and a talent and he just goes for it sometimes, which usually is his downfall. And I yeah, I think many people can relate to that, including us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can I get a mulligan? <laughs> not
0: from me, Q. No, <laughs> no. Uh, watch the movie. Um, the last one that I thought of, and I believe this is a me and you, and if it's not, I'm sorry, I just screwed it up. Uh, it's Angus. Yes, yes. Uh, um, sp- Specifically, Superman isn't brave. Yes, that that quote, He's yeah. A- Right, he's smart. I, I pulled it up. He's smart, handsome, even decent, but he's not brave. Superman is indestructible. He can't be brave if you're indestructible.
1: And right. that, that right. part of you can't be brave if you're indestructible. Right.
0: That. Let me Just thinking about it because I think, first of all, I think that should be required, like watching for anybody in like their like early teens, because everybody's going through something that they think nobody understands, and you're just kind of uh, nobody gets me. And I feel like that movie is such a perfect, like, representation of that. And it's very much like a, hey, like, you know, keep going. You, you may be different, but that's kind of what makes you special kind of thing. And, like, I love it. It's great. I feel like I probably had it as an away message on Animal Instant Messenger at some
1: point. That, that needs to be a conversation at some point, too, about uh, the old away messages. Yes, right? Yeah. But that's what I got. Um, speaking of Angus, I just bought the digital copy as we speak. Did right you? Now, I didn't. I did not own the digital <laughs> aspect of it, and I do now. Excellent. <laughs> <Did> you, like, <laughs> just this before, or, Like, all right, well, did you just buy it recently? No, I literally just bought it as you were talking. Ah, yes, yes, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> uh, because I refuse to buy physical media anymore. I love physical media. <laughs> yeah. Well digital doesn't break <laughs> um if you have movies you would like to share with us that you've bonded with other people uh go to our facebook page we'll throw a question up there uh tweet we don't have many twitter followers we got a lot of facebook yeah. followers not many twitter followers so get on the get on our twitter account we know you all have twitter so it's 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 a very common thing and it's a little bit easier to use sometimes than facebook agree but Get at us with your movies. Let us know. We'll talk about those on air, too. It faded out that time. How about that? Hey, and only played once. Excellent. Uh, do you have a rant for us this week? I do. I I thought
0: maybe you were gonna forget it, and I was just gonna let it go. No. Uh, um. Listen, I, I I hate to have to have this conversation with people. I really do. I don't think this is a thing I should have to have. I don't think I should have to tell you. This is just this is just common sense. Please. But we You're have
1: this anyway, though, right? Uh, like, of course, I am. I, I hate to do this to you, but I'm gonna tell you anyway.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And what we're gonna talk about. Is bathroom etiquette.
1: Specifically, I, I, in my, I don't know where you're going right, with listen, this. But. <laughs> um,
0: look, I work in an office, okay? So maybe, maybe rules are different there, but I need you, you, my wonderful listener, to make sure you do the right thing in public and in public bathrooms. The amount of weird things that I have
1: experienced. And maybe you should give us some examples.
0: They're coming. The amount of strange things I've experienced, it's bonkers. Okay. For instance, I mean, first, we're all touching the same copiers and all that stuff. Wash your hands, please. I don't think that's too much to ask. But also, uh, I have run into the guy that I call uh, the Pissperer. The the what? Yeah. The Pissperer. It's a combo of piss and whisperer because picture Carl Malone in the 90s. You remember when he shot free throws and he just kind of mumbled to himself and you could never really figure out what he was saying, but he was saying something? Yeah. There's this guy at the urinal who does this. Just real quiet. Just... I'm sorry, what? What are you doing? I'm standing right next to you. Why are you whispering while you're going (laughs) to the bathroom? It's weird... I don't care for it.
1: I hope he's not a listener, because he's definitely not now. Well,
0: good. I don't want him. Uh, two, listen, you need to play on your phone on your bath in the bathroom. That's fine. Do your thing. What I don't think is okay is, is having a telephone conversation while you're in a stall. Yeah, that's weird. I can hear you talking to what appears to be your wife, and I'll tell you, I'm going to make as much noise as I can to try and tip her off to what you're doing. I'm going to grunt. I'm going to grunt if I have some flatulence that's going to come out. I'm going to let it. I'm going to pray that she can hear it because you're in a bathroom, man. You're in a public bathroom at work. and You put somebody in the toilet. It's weird, and I don't care for it.
1: I mean, is it okay to do it at home? Because you specifically said work I mean, listen, if you don't run in the bathroom, I mean, do your thing. At work, look, it is a little weird to do it at home. But when I,
0: when it's at work, you know here hearing your conversation. You're not quiet. What's going on here?
1: Why? Maybe, I mean, maybe they're okay with it. it they should it's be. possible. They shouldn't be.
0: She should know he's at work.
1: Get yeah. off the phone while you're taking the bounce to the Super Bowl. <laughs> not the Chargers. What else do you have? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um... And finally, if you're going to throw up at work, do not do it in the sink. But that, but that just comes without saying, right? Maybe let's not maybe let's not vomit in the sink while people are standing next to you washing their hands. Can we not do that? <laughs> <laughs> did this did this happen to you? To me. Yes it did. <laughs> and the, the amount of vomit that was coming at the sounds that were coming out of this man, I believe wholeheartedly that he was turning into a zombie right then and there. Because I think that's probably how the apocalypse happens. Uh, I got out of there as fast as I could because again, I washed my hands and then like the door stayed open long enough that people in the hallway heard him just, just this vile like death knell of a vomit in the sink
1: i'm i'm trying really hard not to just crack up for about five minutes right now ah well what if they couldn't make the toilet though i mean would you rather well i'll tell you i'll
0: tell you there were toilets open
1: well i know but literally what if they couldn't make the extra five feet
0: (laughs) i mean it's five feet then you know what throw up a little bit and then relocate like are you a constant vomiter? Is it just a stream of just puke coming out of you with no break? (laughs) If there's a break, then you go, oh man, I should probably take this to a toilet like a civilized human being.
1: (laughs) All right. All right. So bathroom etiquette. Please. (laughs) And that's what Mike thinks. (laughs) And you should too. I, I, I have a loop um it's not ready yet though <laughs> okay it's 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 in All progress right. it's in the works and I don't have my good um I've got to get this laptop <laughs> ready for streaming because I've been streaming on my desktop but I don't have any of my really good loops on here so um, we did not bring up our movie question. Oh, yeah, that let's we shoot that real quick of earlier. So, I, I think it's your idea to kind
0: of run down, uh, like a, like a whole formography and hit the highlights and the lows.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, take like an an actor or actress and just kind of go through and what movies that were terrible and what movies that were okay. And what movies we like. So who do you want to talk about? So we're going to leave it up to the audience Ah. for next week. So we're going to throw out there. um, We'll give you three options. We'll do either Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise, or Will Smith. That sounds fair. And, and so whatever you guys want us to hear vote by Thursday. Sure. And that will give us enough time to adequately prepare for our professional run show. It's very professional. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said it. I'm um, on a new beer, by the way. Finish the other beer. Yeah, what did you switch to? Um, one you're gonna make fun of, Great. so that's fine. Um, the uh the Budweiser Freedom Reserve Red Lager.
0: To be fair, I have not had it.
1: It's a red. I'm I prefer red stuff. Know, so yeah, you're it's are, fine.
0: You're a red guy.
1: Yeah, I'm, well, that's the Irish. Like, um and uh there's a terrible air right now. <laughs> yeah. What's happening?
0: All right. I think we got a kid segment. Is that what kids we're in segment. Here?
1: yes? Uh kid segment is brought to you by our kids. <laughs> um <laughs> sponsorship to be inserted here. Yep. <laughs> um, so I just got done with what we were calling the triple threat birthday. Yeah, how'd party. that go? And we called it the triple threat birthday party because all three girls had their birthday party yesterday because once again, they were born within four days of each other two of them on the same day. So the party was great except for outside. It was about 175 degrees.
0: Yeah, that's not an exaggeration.
1: That is a correct calculation. I believe it the and so the house was a little warm already with the air just running constantly and then you add in 20 to 25 other bodies and then you're just like oh it's it's a little warm in here yeah. but uh it was fine uh my uh italian beef i made uh went like crazy so i have none left so <laughs> that ruined some dinner plans for the week Yeah, <laughs> but that's good that's good Um, But I want to talk about, like, the preparation, the overall just aspect of throwing kids' birthdays. So you have thrown how many? Uh, Three. And I would like to, just
0: before we go down that alley, I'd like to point out that while it was 175 degrees yesterday, and that is lava hot, um, my daughter was born in the dead of winter. So we have the exact opposite problem because in two of the three birthday parties we've had thus far, it's been straight up in the middle of an ice storm so like uh, what do you do
1: correct yes yeah i mean there's yeah and i it just is what it is can't help the weather so um the whole aspect of first of all where do you hold the party who do you invite do you invite everybody is everybody included what should they be in presence what kind of presence because you get the you get the some people that just Consist on running right. presents like, well, they've got to have a president's their birthday, and then you, it's just a whole run down the gamut of it, and it it's fine. I have no problem with it. It's just, I don't know. It's it's just one of those those dad things that uh, obviously I just went through this past, you know, couple of weeks getting because we had a, held ours at home, so we were getting the house ready and and all that kind of stuff, and you just it's just kind of sometimes it's kind of a lot
0: yeah um we have generally gone the route of uh, parties at uh an external venue as in basically just not at our house um basically, you know you go to a church or a library or any of those places that have big rooms, and that's kind of the thing we do uh It tends to work out for us so far, except man, I hate cleaning a place that I'm never going to go to again yeah that's
1: that's, a, that's another thing it, yeah exactly
0: right? Like you don't think about the amount of cleaning that that takes place to a, you know, get a place presentable or B make sure that it's presentable again when you leave. Um, whether that's your own
1: house or somebody else's room, it's a lot of work. It's a lot. And maybe that's just one of those things as a parent, you're just like, I'm willing to make this sacrifice to get this stuff done. That doesn't make you enjoy it anymore though. There's many times as a parent, you sacrifice and you're like, Yeah, they like it. I'm glad they did it. That doesn't make me any happier about doing this, though. Yeah. And uh, shout out uh, to the wife. She's
0: actually generally in charge of all of the major details. Um,
1: You know. You know what? You know what? I am not shocked by that (laughs) announcement. just going to throw that (laughs) out there.
0: No, I suppose you shouldn't be. But, uh, you know, she's good at that stuff. I think she would also say that she generally likes doing that stuff. Or likes to, to to be the one that's in charge of that thing. So look, there are certain things in the relationship that I take the lead on. There are certain things that she does. For whatever reason, birthday parties have kind of fallen into her lap. Sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I feel like before I had a kid, I didn't realize how much went into this.
1: It's it's really weird because as a kid, you don't really realize it. but um... well, Even as a friend uh you know, of somebody who has
0: a kid, you know, like we didn't have kids, you know, we didn't have a kid for a while, but we went to birthday parties for friends who did. And you know, you're like, Oh, this is nice, whatever. La la la, show up the present, eat a little bit of food, life is good. Like you just
1: you don't understand how much goes into that. It's kind of yeah, it's kind of bunkers. It's it is something else. Um Uh, but do you have any, since we're on the birthday party thing, uh, mostly here for, for
0: K1, because she's had the most, is there any particular birthday party moment that you can think of that she loved or that stands out in your mind? That
1: she loved or stands out? Uh... Yes. Yes. I'm putting you totally on the spot. I didn't tell you this was coming. Sorry. Not that I know of. Um... <laughs> <laughs> she just, she's generally likes a crowd. So she she's a little bit of a performer sometimes with the crowds and she gets super psyched up and and goes with it there. But uh, other than that, now, there's not one particular moment yet um, that stands out to uh, above the others. All right. Fair. Uh, What about yours? You've had Uh, three. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I feel like each one, she's kind of had, like, moments that she was pretty psyched about, but I also think she just likes her people, and sure, she's kind of like her dad, and that I think she wants a big circle of people around her, and I think she just really enjoys that aspect. Like, she's not one of the ones that, like, she has her shy moments, as all kids do, but I feel like when she's around her people, I think... She shows, you know, like she shines, kind of thing, and uh, I. Think, yeah. So I think they've all been really good for her in in
1: that way. Plus, she loves plus she loves cake, and everybody, as should everybody. Who doesn't love cake, man? Like we don't do we don't do cake. We do cupcakes. That's fair, uh, sure. Less mess, but see that that's another problem, though. Okay, we have about twenty the twenty five extra cupcakes upstairs.
0: That that's right a problem.
1: That's a problem because I want to eat all of them, yeah. <laughs> and that's not helping the Dad Gap Fitness Challenge. All right, that, fair. <laughs> that contributes the other way. So, Good point. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 but I think feel like you brought up um, a possible future segment in terms of relationships on who's in charge of what and how it goes. Yeah. All right. Sure. How about that? Um, <laughs> we're going to do a little loop here. It only played once.
0: You were quick <laughs> to say that. I feel like there's a chance it could have replayed. So I had my doubts. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, uh, throw out your question. Okay. Uh, it's a fun one. Uh, first of all, uh, I'm going to have to exclude one answer to this question. Um, and I'll get to that here. But the question is, if you could take one food that is generally a very unhealthy or unhealthy food for you, and it would magically be healthy, like a superfood, it would taste the same, it would look the same, but somehow just this one food was magically good for you. What would it be? Now I'm going to have to rule out pizza because that's the correct answer. Look, every most people would say pizza, and that's fine. I would probably say that too. So I want to know what it was or what's your one food. Also, I want, let's, let's call it like a finished item. I don't want to hear somebody come through and say cheese and then go, well, but I had cheese on this and cheese on this and cheese sauce. And No, give me a finished item. You know, for instance, if you said nachos, like the whole thing, there. If you get nachos, it's good for you. It's healthy. It's great. But say that doesn't give you tortilla chips on the road
1: <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying here. I mean, how? Who are these people that are trying to cheat these games? With? Listen, man. <laughs> people try and find out the answers, and I'm not having it. <laughs> okay, then. uh So our dad gab question of the week then is: What's one food that if you could eat would be healthy for you. Was that am I summarizing that correctly?
0: Yeah, yeah. Just one generally unhealthy food, specific unhealthy food. Don't say candy either. Come on, I need a specific answer that will, uh, you know, will be healthy for you, and you could have it then. And yeah, it would just make your life better that way. Okay. Yeah, we can get at that. Right. So, so, here's another good example. If you say a horseshoe, that's great all of it together, then it's no longer unhealthy. But if you have french fries somewhere, they're still gonna be unhealthy. It's only as the packaged item.
1: Okay. I like it. I appreciate your example too. Thank you. I, I right really, I feel like that that really like brings it together. Okay. <laughs> um we have to you know we don't do a lot of um uh, on this date type of stuff, but we've got to get to a, on this date stuff because it relates back to last week and in which case um, on this date um, 30, I don't know 32 how 32 years ago was it? 32 years ago July 21st, 1987 Appetite for Destruction was released possibly the greatest debut album of all time. Yes, correct.
0: I don't want to hear arguments otherwise. That's the number one. Um, yeah, Guns and Roses
1: obviously a huge you know, factor and uh thing in my life. Well, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to throw it out there. If you have not listened to that album recently, go back, just go back, give it a listen. Just give it, you know, from beginning to end, find it on your digital media, whatever you listen to. And buy the CD. can you even buy the CD still? Yeah, you can. And in fact, you can
0: still buy the remastered one that just came out like a year or two ago, or it must've been two years ago, the 30th anniversary. So yeah,
1: buy the CD. You're going to have to buy it online somewhere because they don't sell them in stores.
0: It's fine. Everybody buys stuff online anyway. Go buy it. It's worth it.
1: Hey, I buy CDs longer than you bought CDs, okay? Well, I'm still buying them, so deal with that. I, so am I until Best Buy stops selling them. But, <laughs> <laughs> but go back, take a listen to it. It is a It is a great album in terms of from beginning to end and and how it uh comes on and continues through and i know everybody knows all the singles but even the the tracks that weren't single really contribute to the album as a whole
0: yeah i don't have anything to add to that that is perfect it is one of my all-time favorite albums it is amazing and it should be one of your favorites too
1: okay all right um coming up we have a date for the race yes yes, yes. it it took a little convincing your people <laughs> met with my people we you know we hammered out the negotiations but we've got a date set for the race and it will be a hundred meter dash and it will take place over labor day weekend and time for us to record the podcast that week so we will also throw the video up on social media to show how badly I beat Mike. Whoa,
0: how badly. Yes. Correct. Great. Uh, yeah, I,
1: I'm going to win. So I don't know what else you want me to say. I'm going to win. You're going to win. Well, That's fine. Um, we may throw a poll up. Who's going to win <laughs> onto the, uh, social media and chime in. If, uh, Anybody else wants to? We need starters, and we need refs, and possible timers. We're not going to need a ref because I'm going to be so far ahead of you that we're not going to need anybody to see the finish line. We'll still need somebody to declare the victor. Oh, okay, raise my hand. Got it. <laughs> Man, you talk a lot of crap for for someone well, who knows nothing about speed training. No,
0: I tell' I know. nothing. I'm going to be so
1: mad if I lose. I really am. Like <laughs> you know. You know nothing that's about speed training, and I go to all it's day clinics clear. about speed training. We should training, just do so. it tomorrow. We should just do it
0: tomorrow. Natural what <laughs> you have in the
1: tank right now. Let's go. All right. Come on up. I've got all day tomorrow well, free. Clearly, so do <laughs> I. That's sarcasm. I have to go to work, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I got to go to work from 7 to 10. Then I'm okay. I'm good to go. Great. <laughs> labor day be there we're gonna make it a pay-per-view event (laughs) yes uh well please uh like our facebook page we got a lot of people liking our individual facebook pages go like our dad gap show facebook page please uh tweet follow us on twitter and send us some tweets um recommend our podcast anyone who may listen to it we don't forget we're on apple Podcasts, on google play and as well on stitcher our website again is dadgab.podbean.com um this show was kind of meandering today apologize for that uh we'll get better we have our we have our first guest booked oh. and scheduled for um i think it's in two weeks um, so, if you would like to be on the show, just get a hold of us. Maybe we'll take you. Maybe we won't. Most likely, we will.
0: <laughs> and have something you want to talk about, please.
1: Yes. Um, the guy we have booked does not have anything he wants to talk about, mm-hmm. but we uh, booked him anyway because he's a huge friend of the show. You might even and, call him. You might even call him an OG. Uh it's been discussed. Yes. All right. So, um, anyways. I think we're good. I'm done here. (laughs) You're good. You are you done with your beer? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Really wish (laughs) I had another one. (laughs) All right. Uh so everybody take care and we'll see you next week. See you next week.